Warning, the following show contains potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Yes, hello Kieran. And Kieran, guess what? What? It wasn't a planet. It was Earth all along. Those monsters, they ruined it. Burn them all to hell! <laughs> Is that how it goes? Yeah, well I I'm thought keeping... it was, you blew it up! You maniacs! I'm trying to keep my indoor podcast voice okay. um, to not disturb the podcast neighbours. Fair enough. The I'm, people recording the podcast next yeah, door. Yes, exactly. You don't exactly. want to bleed through into their I, show. You know, I'm very considerate. And if you didn't want to hear that, then you really shouldn't be listening to the show. I can think of a lot of people who probably didn't want to hear that. Anyway, if it's your first time listening to the show, this is Potential Spoilers, where we look at the movie poster, the trailer, whatever material we've got, not leaked scripts, obviously, because that would be too easy, but we try and guess as much of the plot as we can, Mm -hmm. and potentially spoil it for all you kind listeners. See if we can guess the movie before the movie even comes out. That's right. None of the movies that we've covered have come out yet. It's not until we reach, like, episode six that the first episode we recorded, the film for it even comes out, so Mm. we don't even know if we're even close to accurate, but I don't know. What will happen if we're dead on a movie? Oh my god. It's just a personal victory, I yes, guess. Yes, I guess so. They should start hiring us to write their movies since uh, yeah. we can do it for or them, something apparently. more original, apparently. <laughs> yeah. That we don't guess off the top of our heads. Yes. I think it's really an exploration of the culture of film and film writing, filmmaking, mm-hmm. this show. Because if we're accurate, that shows that there's really something wrong in Hollywood. Mm. We're trying to expose the cookie-cutter monotony yes. of the film machine. <laughs> anyway, enough pretentiousness. What are we talking about this week? We're talking about Jordan Peele's follow-up to Get Out. Mm-hmm. Us. Yes, Us. His second release, right? Yes. Get Out was very popular and now he's brought up a similar kind of film that'll be coming out very soon. That's right. Some people have theorised that it's a sequel or maybe even a follow-up set in the same universe, yeah. but I don't think that that's actually the case. It doesn't seem like that, does it? No. Well, maybe. We don't know. We won't really know until we see the film. Maybe they'll tie it in in some weird way, but yes. Uh, I know Jordan Peele himself said that he was disappointed at the reception that the last film got. Oh, really? Yeah, so if you haven't seen Get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about to spoil it, but that's the point of the show. <laughs> I know the last Potentially. time we spoke about it, you hadn't seen Get Out, but you've since seen it? Yes, I have. I saw it the other day. Yeah, it's quite an interesting movie. I, I enjoyed it. I was surprised by the tone of it. I don't know if he was going for direct horror, but I think Jordan Peele was disappointed that more people didn't find it as scary as they should. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people were confused by the whole horror comedy tone. Right. Especially the whole bunch of racial politics mixed in there too. I think yeah. a lot of people walked out scratching their heads. Right, because I I don't really see that movie as a horror per se, rather than a like thriller, maybe. Or I'd say it's more of a satirical horror than anything else. Mm. But it was very well received. I don't know why he'd be disappointed at all. Who knows? But anyway, this follow-up, Us, he said is supposed to be uh, a lot scarier. Just a straight horror movie without many of those uh, comic elements mixed into it. He's crossed his arms and he's <laughs> scowled and he's like, I'm going to scare you guys now. I think he called it Drop Your Soda Scary. Ooh. So, Matty D, don't take any drinks to the premiere. <laughs> I'll have like four sodas. I actually don't drink sodas, but I'll just bring them into the movie. What, drink them before you go in? So you piss yourself while watching the movie. (laughs) You know I don't handle horror movies well. Yes. I guess it's going to be a challenge watching this one. Yeah. Anyway, what do we know about us so far? What do we know about it? So we've seen the the trailer. We know very little about it, actually. It's a very vague kind of trailer that's been put out. As far as I know, there's only been one trailer that I've seen. Uh, There was a trailer and then like a Super Bowl trailer as well, like a shorter shorter trailer with different music cut to it. Yeah, that's right. But a lot of the similar visuals. And as far as information about this movie, there's not a lot going on. Jordan Peele is very sort of tight-lipped about it. 
at all. Well, he did actually say that it was based on a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, was uh, it? Called Mirror Image. Yeah, the, the one about the clones, right? Yeah, I think it's something about... I haven't actually seen the episode because I didn't want to influence my plot too much. So okay. I, I just read a brief description. and From what I recall, it's something to do with doppelgangers coming out of a different dimension yeah. and they can take the place of their originals if they kill them. Uh, I mean, yeah, th- that tale is as old as time, right? The, the yeah. person that looks like you trying to take over your life. as time. <laughs> I can say it's a lot nicer than uh, talking about comic books. Yes, it is nice to have a break from comic as book much a- adaptations as, as and much sequels. as I love them, yeah. Yeah, for at least one week. But looking exactly. at the schedule of upcoming movies, whew, we're going to be talking about a lot <laughs> <laughs> more comic book adaptations mm. in the next few That's shows. Right. But yeah, it's nice to have a break from it at least once. And I've got to say, this trailer for us was so good. It, it's a great trailer. Yeah, the trailer alone is amazing. Yeah, it's cut together really well with this song by Lunids called uh, I Got Five on it. Yeah, it's song fantastic. from 1995, if I recall. It, yeah, they slow it down and make yeah, it really s- creepy. They sample the main sample, I suppose, of the song and uh, yeah, as you say, make it really creepy. Mm. Turn it into like the horror movie sting in a way. Yeah, and they don't give too much about the movie itself, which is hard for us. Well, that's typical of most trailers as we <laughs> discover as we sit down and <laughs> dissect them. But but the trailer was amazing. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I don't really mean to badmouth Marvel and DC, but looking at those trailers that we looked at last two shows, they really are like cookie cutter, formulaic trailers. Mm. They don't really get you interested or excited at all, except yeah. in the fact that, you know, oh, it's another Marvel movie coming out. Oh, another DC movie coming out. That's right. But I think you really can tell a difference when the filmmaker, it's a film that they're really passionate about. It's a passion yeah. project. And it seems to be that way for Jordan Peele. Like his heart is very much into this movie, and yes. and, and Get Out as well. But like he's, it's really something that he wants to do. You can really tell that. And it's a fantastic looking trailer as well. Mm. Cinematography is really good. I think he's got a little bit more money behind him uh, this time around. Yes, it definitely looks like there's a bigger budget <laughs> thrown at this one after the success of the yep. last movie. Anyway, anyway, we should talk about who's in this movie and yes. which characters they play. Anyway, anyway, I've got to stop saying anyway. So who have we got? We've got Lupita Nyong'o. Sorry about the pronunciation. That was there, nice, but- Karen. Uh, my practice has really paid off. What a really great dialect. <laughs> you may remember her from the newer Star Wars movie. She played Mars Kanata. She was also in Black Panther as yeah, well. Yeah, she was the in Black int- Panther, wasn't uh, she? Yeah, as the love interest. Lupita's playing Adelaide Wilson, who I theorise is the main character. Well, Seems from the so looks way. of the trailer, I'm guessing it's the main character. She's the mother of the family. And her husband, Gabe Wilson, is played by Winston Duke, who I don't actually know from anything. I think the rest of the family, I don't know them from anything. The youngest member of the family is a little boy named Jason Wilson, he's played by Evan Alex. And the young girl in the family is played by Shahadi Wright-Joseph, and she's playing Zora Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think she's about 15, 16. Typical teenage daughter, I suppose. Yeah. And now the, the other two main actors in the film, we've got Elizabeth Moss, who you may recognise from Mad Men or Handmaid's Tale. Big uh, actor. Yes. Very acclaimed actor. I've always enjoyed seeing her and stuff. And she's playing Mrs. Tyler, and her husband, Mr. Tyler, is played by Tim Heidecker, who you may know as one half of the comedy duo Tim and Eric. <laughs> Best known for playing spaghetti or the guy who goes, free real estate. <laughs> Someone who we didn't see in the trailer, but he's credited when you Google the movie, are the twins Kelly and Noel Sheldon. I read that too. Who are playing the Tyler sisters. Pretend. Now looking them up, they're actually twins. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think they may play into the plot. That might be why we haven't seen them in the movie at all, but I'd certainly have my theories behind them. I don't know about you, Maddie D. Yes, uh, it leads into what I believe is going to happen to the movie. Does that lead us perfectly into what's going to be your potential spoilery plot summary for this movie? Well, it might just, it might just. 
since I went first last you time. You did go first last time, you lucky dog. So now it's it's my pleasure to speak about what I think is going to happen in the movie Us based on the trailer. And i got to tell you, Kieran, we did a few shows earlier. We did Shazam and we did Cap- Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. I have no idea going into this movie. The trailer was so vague. I was looking through it. must have been several times I watched that movie and, and had no well, clear indication of where they could possibly personally, go. Personally, I think it gives away at least the first third of the movie. Sure, sure. But there's a lot As of- most trailers do. There's a lot of mystique and there's a lot of mystery. My like room was pretty much a whole like newspaper cuttings and leads and things like with that. Like a red da- twine. Yes, a Da Vinci code, like where where are the leads? So how I looked at this movie and how I tried to decipher it is a big thing for me was the whole rabbit imagery. When I watched Get Out, the deer or the stag, was it a stag? Yeah. Was it something? But when elk? they run it over and they stare at it for a really long time. Yeah. No particular for, reason. Yeah, no reason. I did, yeah, didn't really get uh, that in it. I think it ties into that scene at the end where he's looking at his girlfriend. Spoilers for the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does too, because he hits him. Yeah, he hits the girlfriend with the car. Nice. I, I never noticed that. Yeah, so there's a lot of rabbit imagery. So, like, when I looked at it, for me, rabbits are synonymous with cloning, cloning rabbits. So that's where I thought. I'd say sheep more so than rabbits. You think so? If, if anything, I'd say rabbits were more synonymous with breeding, breeding like rabbits. Okay, maybe that just ruined my entire. Well, this is what I'm going with, Kieran. Okay. Um, yeah, so rabbits for me was like synonymous with cloning because they, I think they were the most recent animal to be successfully cloned. But anyway, Kieran, that's the sort of angle I was going at, what I thought was going to happen with this movie. I went through a few ideas like I thought that maybe these monsters were shapeshifters maybe because they come in with masks maybe they pull the masks off and they adapt whatever they see and that's why they're turning into the the family but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense right because they see the silhouettes before they see the family right so they know different heights so it's obvious that they're the family beforehand so I I scratched that out and then I thought maybe it was a form of parallel universe the title of the movie actually gives it away that it's them (laughs) it's us it's us before anything Um, else does I thought maybe it could be like a parallel universe much like Mirror Image um, The Twilight Zone episode The Twilight Zone episode where they're you know a different dimension maybe they're sort of creatures monsters or something like that you know an evil universe but I kind of scrapped a lot of those ideas because I thought it doesn't really seem like a Jordan Peele thing to rely on sort of like monster mystery he kind of Mm. more goes if if Get Out is anything to stand by It's not clever enough Yeah more grounded in reality so I think the basis of this movie is it's going to be about cloning people so that's what I think the movie's going to be about Right So let me go into how I think the plot of the movie is going to be. So I think, first of all, the protagonist, Adelaide, I believe we're going to open up with her and we're going to get a little bit of information that she's going to have a very tragic past. Now, Kieran, I have to admit that although we both watched a trailer, I was so stuck on this that I did do a little bit of outside research. You cheated. I did a little bit. And I read somewhere that Adelaide is running away from it or has a tragic history and that plays into the movie. So I think with Adelaide, her tragic past is linked to the holiday that they were going to and happened to her when she was really young. So at the start of the movie, she's going to be very apprehensive to go on this family holiday to meet the Tylers at this location because it brings up a lot of ill feelings and a lot of trauma for her. But we never really know what happened. But we know that something bad happens. Right. And her husband Gabe comes in. He tries to tell her, you know, don't worry about it. He tries to comfort her and he says, this will be good for you. This will be good for the kids that we just go and you know that, you know, you you get over it. Like it's like almost a therapeutic thing for her to do. to Face your fears. Exactly. Face your fears. And by the way, I was getting a real Jaws vibe in this trailer. Really? I believe, and I'm, I think that it's set in the same spot as Jaws was. What, Amity Island? Yeah, sure, Amity Island, with the same mare. I don't remember <laughs> a dock with a funfair on it, <laughs> on Amity Island, no, but it could have changed in the last yeah, 30 to 40 absolutely, years. Absolutely, it's updated. I think that's for creep effect anyway. Movie's going to open up, similar to the trailer. They go on this trip. Adelaide's a little apprehensive. Gabe's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. You know, this is all good. And the kids are just going along for the ride. Right. I think it's first good to address the family. I think that initially we get a vibe of what 
what they're like. And at the surface, they seem like a normal, relatable, nice family, but there's some undertones that will play into the film. I think Adelaide will have a tragic backstory. So she's yep. running from her past. She can't face what happened to her. The father is kind of like, from what I gauge on the trailer, he sort of seems very loud, very abrasive, trying to one-up everybody. So maybe he's got like an alpha male thing going on, or maybe he's trying to live his youth because he's like, I'm hip. I can sing the song. I right. ride on a boat. You know what I mean? So maybe that's his thing. I think I'm going to predict there's no information about this or inkling, but I'm going to predict that the daughter has a bad relationship with either the parents, one of the parents or both of the parents, maybe the father, but there'll be some right. bad blood. They won't be able to relate to them. And I also think that Jason, from what I see, is going to be either, either he feels like he's invisible and not really noticed, or he's going to be very socially awkward and very strange to people. So he has a hard time relating to people and fitting in. And I think that sort of plays into the movie a lot. Well, we see that he's got a mask in the trailer as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what yes, my it's thinking an image of. thing. Yeah. And that's a, it's a thing that happens, right? Like the young shy boy that's like looking in the world through innocent eyes, but he, he relates to it differently. You know, they drive off to go into this holiday. Everything's fine and doozy. They got run off the road. I'm going to predict that. I'm going to call that out straight off the bat. <laughs> well, they hit another deer. They hit another. They hit a rabbit. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. You know, they run off the road, but it's kind of like a bad omen. <laughs> a rabbit wouldn't take the car off the road. Several go, rabbits. It would just, it would just go. It's a big rabbit. <laughs> They'd keep driving. It plays into it my. It's a hare. It plays into my spoiler that it's going to be a, a, a were rabbit um, from Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Have you not seen that movie? Yes. <laughs> it's a were rabbit. Now that would be a twist. That would be a twist. The, yeah, they get they get run off the road. It's it pretty much things are trying Jeez, to loving rabbit. Things are trying to kill them, but they're pretty unaware of it. They're just like, what an idiot! Oh, oh my god, are what you guys an idiot are that rabbit is. So they go in. They meet the they meet the Tylers. The Tylers are very pretentious and annoying, and they're it's them just mucking around and drinking. And having a good time, enjoying the sights. Mr. But there's, Tyler's there's, just hiding behind a bush trying to scare them the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it was Mr. Tyler the whole time. I can um, see him scrambling around back there. I thought it was like a boss's kid or something. Yeah, they hired out it was a full grown man. They hire the Scooby Doo team. So yeah, they're, they're sort of doing their thing. The little boy gets lost and he runs into this stranger. And we're not going to see what happens with this stranger. Right. But essentially, Jason will never be the same again. And they'll find him and they'll be like, oh, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. You're not suggesting he's like a diddler or something? No, no, nothing like that. Okay. Jesus Christ. It's just traumatized. No, something will happen because this character is very strange. It was the character we saw in the trailer with the bleeding hands and the, and the jacket. We don't yeah. really see his face. I don't think we'll get anything concrete about this character right. at all. I have a little theory about him though, but uh, I'll go into that later. Okay. That's when they go home and that's the following day is when they'll meet, when they all calm down, when they calm Jason down. That's when they'll meet the doppelgangers for the first time and it'll play essentially exactly how it does in the trailer. The doppelgangers will meet them. They'll be a little bit odd versions of themselves and they will toy with the family at first and then they'll spend the rest of the time then trying to kill them probably with scissors yes. so in trying to escape the family when the family's trying to escape it it'll become clear that the doppelgangers can sort of predict the movements of their direct doppelganger so Gabe's doppelganger Ooh. knows what Gabe's gonna do knows where he's gonna be knows what he's gonna do so I have a theory that I didn't even consider that yeah I have a theory that I think they point that out in the trailer but yeah I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention um, to it in my plot somewhere so anyway you'll never be able to one up your doppelganger or catch that your doppelganger by surprise and you won't be able to inadvertently kill your doppelganger so like Gabe cannot kill his doppelganger right. and in the trailer I noticed whenever they were attacking the evil doppelgangers they never 
attack their own doppelganger. I didn't even notice that. So I think they're connected. And I think the symbolism of this movie is the doppelganger is supposed to represent the evil or tucked away version of yourself that I sort of mentioned at the start, that underlying evil darkness or the stuff that you're trying to sweep away. That's what they will represent right. to the individual there. They'll try to get out and try to escape. And then I was like, what will happen next? My natural thought is any normal family would go try to see the authorities, right? Yeah. So they'll go to try to see the authorities and in talking to them, they're just like, oh, they look exactly like us. So maybe they come across crazy, but I think Jordan Peele wouldn't go down that trope too much. So the authorities might take them seriously, but maybe they're being open-minded about it as well. Being like, okay, well, you know. They could whatever. go down the same route as the Babadook where they just presume <laughs> it's a prank. <laughs> What's this, a person in distress? Where's the hidden cameras? Yeah, yeah, Where's man. Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> Have I been punked? And, and again, I think this movie will be a social commentary. I don't think it'll touch on all the racial stuff that happened in Get Out before. I think this movie will be completely different. Yeah, so they'll go to the authorities. And I think at some stage, one of the doppelgangers will do something that will get the notice of authorities. Maybe they'll kill the Tylers. Maybe they'll do something like that. And they will arrest one of the family members. I noticed that in the trailer, uh, Adelaide has handcuffs, broken handcuffs at one stage. This is something else I didn't notice. Yeah, so I feel like they get arrested at some time and they get broken out by the doppelgangers. So one of them gets arrested, gets framed for doing something. They get arrested and the doppelgangers come and try to kill them and it adds a nice little tense moment and they get out. So That, the was, that was the previous movie. <laughs> so the doppelgangers will continue to taunt them. They'll be running away. They'll probably separate. The kids will probably separate, which will be like the kids by themselves and the family trying to find the kids. Yeah. Um, standard horror movie fair. Standard horror movie. And this is where I believe it'll take a turn here. We're going to see a moment and we saw it in the trailer where Jason's doppelganger will meet Jason and instead of being aggressive they'll sort of have a moment where they're looking at each other and and I've noticed when Jason's doppelganger took his mask off he had a burnt face which made me think either two things maybe something happens where he gets burnt maybe the the family did that to him or maybe the doppelgangers are actually doing that to him so maybe he's being mistreated by his own kind Mm. so maybe he's more open-minded to Jason which is where I think it's going but I think mostly because the doppelgangers are connected and I think Jason has less of a darkness within him because he's so young and so naive and so innocent his doppelganger isn't as bad as everybody else's is so they're more close together than say Gabe's or Adelaide's or or Zora's are so they connect and they sort of have a bond or a friendship like this innocent E.T. style thing and what'll happen is Jason's doppelganger will show him where he's from and I'm using quotation marks there and this is where we'll be introduced to the factory which we sort of saw a little bit in the trailer it'll be like this old sort of mental institution style factory and and sort of like a long hallway with a whole bunch of doors this leading to what exactly. we presume is cells. Exactly. So I think that we won't get a lot of in-depth information on this, but it'll be essentially we'll see that people are being cloned, people are being manufactured and harvested. We'll see a room full of pictures and we'll see like the family's photos will be up there as well. Like when they entered, you know, someone's right. been scrapbooking and like copying people and creating people. People have their information. There'll be half-finished clones. There'll be clones of other things. That's where we'll see like the Tyler clone, Mrs. Tyler's clone, which right. will just just be her clone but it'll be like deformed or something because they like made a mistake Jason will see all of this maybe Jason is so like shocked he's so scared the clones start attacking him he bumps something and they all get let out he hits the trigger and they all get let out Jason manages to escape but all the clones are out and then this is where the whole movie will cause havoc the family will reunite with Jason will save him the clones the family, a massive killing spree and the clones are exploding stuff the authorities are dead the Tylers get killed by their own clones the Tylers I think will be with you already say that they got killed I said maybe if okay. they don't die there they'll I'll die here. Okay. Hang on. So I'm adding a little bit of variety to my review. Fair enough. Uh, a little choose your own adventure. <laughs> choose your own adventure. I think one of the Tylers will die early. I think the father will die early. And I think Mr. the mother, Tyler. Mr. Tyler, and I think Mrs. Tyler will die at the end, which will give a little conflict between Mrs.
Mrs. Tyler and Gabe when they're working together or not working together. Everything's gone crazy. Clones are killing everything and then they figure out a, a weakness for the clones. My instant thought would be like lights or flashing. But they already did that in the first movie so it yeah, can't be that. that. So maybe with the camera flash. Maybe it's loud noise. Maybe it's... Mm. This is going to like sound... Like screaming or... Maybe. Because I didn't <laughs> Like hear... they haven't come across any of that. Well, I didn't hear any loud noises every time they inter- like, I interact. I certainly heard a lot of loud noises in the trailer. I'll well, when, when they interact with the clones, they're always silence. So maybe it's loud noises. Maybe it's something visual. Maybe it's... Uh, water i don't know <laughs> an m night Shyamalan i'm gonna say twist. i'm gonna say it's noise or something like that but maybe they drown in a puddle of water maybe but i think they will um use this to their advantage they'll use a loud siren that they get their hands on and drive all the clones into the factory and they burn the factory clones all dead except for one adelaide's clone adelaide's Ooh. childhood clone um, oh. oh, and I didn't even get into who I thought the stranger was. So I think we a get mastermind behind we this reveal whole that the cloning stranger, mess. The stranger turns out to be. I'm gonna go something really abstract. Adelaide's foster parent. I know Wait, this is, is a this, stretch. Is this still the same diddler stranger from the yes, beach at the start? That's right. Okay. So he was an abusive parental figure, and he's interested in cloning people and creating people. And he tried to clone Adelaide, and she managed to get out of there and escape. Or maybe he kidnapped her. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with the foster parent angle. Okay. <laughs> It ties in with an abusive father dynamic that I think is too intriguing to go with. Okay. And i got to commit on something. Yeah, so that's it. Commit. And I'm going to call this man Gus, because that's the twist that this movie will have. Gus. Yeah, the movie's called Us, and the bad guy's called Gus. It'll like end in, and that was Us, and then a G will appear at the start. <laughs> What's the G for? Gus. <laughs> Couldn't it be Cuss like he's cloning us? This is my part. <laughs> okay. Okay, that was a really lame joke. Okay. My apologies. Gus. Adelaide will finally kill Gus. <laughs> um, but before she kills Gus, who he's interested in like creating life. I'm um, just imagining the criminal from Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd's character. It's played by Christopher Lloyd. Oh, that would be great. Then one clone that gets away is Adelaide's child clone who's evil and that's what Gus created and he's sort of taking care of her in the absence of Adelaide when Adelaide left. Oh, that actually Um, sort of makes sense. And she has to confront her past and herself like it's going to be a deep thing. But as I said before, people can't kill their own clones. So the clone is like, she's trying to defeat her and it's like an emotional moment. She's sobbing and whatnot. Almost looks like she's going to kill her. And then out of nowhere, da-da-da-da, Jason. This is going to sound really dark. Kill his mother the clone version okay and saves her and they have a nice embrace family hugs they've gone through an emotional journey and they come out of the end a little bit better I think Adelaide will definitely be alive at the end of the movie the kids will I don't know whether the dad will I'm going to say he is but there's a possibility that he will die but I think he'll come out of it stronger like a better man or a better right. human Tyler's are definitely dead so that is my prediction it's so you're essentially predicting a happy end yeah I think to, to a horror movie yeah I think in, it's going to be 2019 yeah I think okay. it's going to be a horror movie ending where there's a lot of damage but at the end you know the sun rises and they're okay so yeah that was my thought I didn't mention before, but uh, there was a part of me that thought that if this was going to be a follow-up to Get Out, that maybe it was like the same company who was doing brain transplants managed to make people instead of you know what I mean. Instead of using other people, so it could be. I could totally see them doing that now. But I think that Jordan Peele wants to separate himself from that movie and do something fresh. Yeah, that's the plot. I think they're going to go with. I think they're going to go with clones. Hmm. Now I had no idea, and I am 100% confident that I'm 100% wrong. If that makes sense, you're dead right. 
I'm going to be flabbergasted. <laughs> but that is my prediction for us. Well, very good. I think that was very in-depth. Thank you. For someone who said he had no idea going in. <laughs> oh, you did cheat. I so did maybe we should one dis- fact out. Okay, we can let that slide. Now, before I go into my plot, what I predict the plot of the movie will be, I just wanted to point out, listening back to the previous shows when I was going through editing them, I sort of realised that we're really confident on points that happen in the trailer. Like <laughs> with Shazam, we're like, yeah, he definitely gets on a train. He'll definitely go and see the Grand Wizard's Shazam. His but name then- is definitely Shazam. <laughs> yeah, and then anytime we don't see something, we're like, and then some other stuff happens and and then uh, we'll get to another point that we see in the trailer we're really confident about. So yeah, I have decided that I'm putting my foot down. There's enough pussy footing around. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to have my theories. I'm going to stick to them. No more being vague. No more. And then some stuff happens. Yep. I'm just going to have my theories and stick to them. You're a confident new age, yes. Kieran. Now, in saying that, here is my plot. Now, I think the movie will start with a cold open. Yep. We've got young Adelaide as a child on the beach, the same beach that 90% of the movie is set on. But this is years and years before the main plot. It's a flashback. She's walking down the beach away from the funfair, sucking on a lollipop, the storm's rolling in, and then she wanders in either, I'm going to say, underneath the boardwalk or perhaps into a hall of mirrors. Um, let's go House of Mirrors. Okay. Because there's symbolism Ooh, there. Ooh, cool. Anyway, she's wandering around this hall of mirrors. Uh, looking at her reflection, it's dark, and then she comes across what she thinks is her reflection, but it's actually a doppelganger of her. They would totally do that too. Yes. The doppelganger grabs her around the neck, goes to strangle her, and then she jolts awake. She's in the car with the rest of the Wilson family, heading down to the same beach for a, a holiday, and it's now present day. The Wilsons are travelling down to, I'm presuming, like a holiday house on the beach. I think we know it's a holiday house. Mm-hmm. To visit their old friends, the Tylers. Now, I presumed originally that the Tylers were friends of the Wilsons from college. But now that I think about, you know, young Adelaide being on the beach and whatnot, that maybe they were childhood friends. Maybe okay. she was friends with Mrs. Tyler as a child and her parents had a beach house next to the Tylers beach house. Yeah. So maybe they're old childhood friends. So you think the Tylers are Adelaide's friends sort of first? That's the connection. Yeah. And maybe the beach house is Adelaide's beach house, which she inherited from her parents. Or maybe Mr. Tyler gave her some of that free real estate that he's always <laughs> going on about. Now, I also had a theory that at this was the same weekend as Halloween weekend. And that's why okay. the youngest Wilson son had a mask. <laughs> but now that now oh that I've listened... Oh my God, that's great. But now that I've listened to your plot and thought about it a bit more, that yeah, maybe I think it, it'd be more likely that he's got some sort of mental issue. He's got some sort of development issue. Maybe he's autistic, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but originally I thought, yeah, maybe it's Halloween. And then that ties into the doppelgangers later on when they arrive and they're wearing masks. Maybe their family will say, oh, I mean, maybe their trick-or-treaters come a day early. <laughs> so little Jason's... But no, it, uh, just seems, it just sounds ridiculous to me now. So, but I just thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> so little Jason's angry. They, they told him that they were going out for Halloween, but they're yeah. like... I don't want to go to Halloween in a strange town. I'm not getting <laughs> as much candy as I do in my neighbourhood. <laughs> but no, I definitely don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah, I think it's definitely... Maybe he's autistic, something like that. Asperger's. Something okay. to do with what I think will tie into my plot later on. When they arrive at the beach house, they reunite with the Tylers, who... The Tyler's mentioned in the trailer that they knew the kids when they were younger, so I don't think... I think this is a regular thing that they come to this beach house for a holiday. So they head down to the beach to relax, and while they're there, a lot of strange stuff happens. Uh, Adelaide is still nervous about the childhood experience. She's not really sure if it was a dream or a misremembered memory, but coming back to the beach has sparked something inside her, and she's suspicious. So Jason wanders off down the beach, where he runs into the stranger. Now, I don't think this is Gus, some straggly-haired, strange diddler. <laughs> man. <laughs> 
But I, in fact, while I was listening to your plot, I actually theorised that it's actually going to be a doppelganger of Mrs. Tyler. Oh. Because I suddenly put it together. We don't really see if it's a man or a woman in the trailer, but I think it's going to be Mrs. But, Tyler. Yeah, we assume But she's it's a wearing man. a mask. That's so, cool. So later on in the movie, it's revealed that, yeah, this was in fact a doppelganger of Mrs. Tyler. That would make total sense. Yeah, they would totally do that. That's just my that. theory. I just thought of that last time we watched the trailer, but yeah, I thought I'd bring it up. And I'm not sure how I'm going to connect it to the rest of my plot, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> this stranger chases him. Let, let's just call it Mr. Tyler. The Mr. Tyler doppelganger chases him and he hides somewhere under the boardwalk and the stranger loses sight of him and he remains hidden. But then the rest of the Wilsons realise that Jason's been gone for a while, so they, they start calling out his name, Jason, Jason, where are you? And looking for him and because, you know, he's got these learning disabilities, they're worried that you know, he might wander off, get himself in trouble. In this circumstance, it's actually a legitimate reason that he's gone missing. There's a jump scare where they think it's Mrs. Tyler, but it's the mother that pops out. Yeah, maybe, or maybe it's the real Mrs. Tyler. Yeah. Anyway, so Jason's been hiding and the family finds him and coaxes him out and says, you know, what's wrong? But he's too traumatized to speak. Or maybe he says, oh, I saw Mrs. Tyler in a mask and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Or he reacts bad to Mrs. Tyler even. So they take him. Yeah, maybe. Mm, that's a good idea. No, I don't think they'll, they'll reveal that it's Mrs. Tyler's doppelganger straight away. So they return home and they're tucking everyone into bed and Adelaide is comforting Jason. She says, I'll always be here to protect you. There's no reason to be scared. Don't scare me like that by running off because I'll always protect you. Just stay by me. It's a heartfelt moment. And that's when, right before he goes to sleep, Jason spots the doppelgangers outside. We saw the whole scene in the trailer where they first don't realise that it's them, but the doppelgangers try to break into the house. They're not successful in keeping them out, so they break in. They take off their mask to reveal that they're exact copies of them, Mm -hmm. but they're not perfect copies. So they sort of twist around and, and walk strange, maybe crab walk a little bit. They're messed up doppelgangers. Did we see anything like that? So that we saw them climb trees. Yeah, they sort of jerk around and... So it's like unsettling, like close, they're a little off. T-1000. Yeah. Well, in the trailer, they move around in this freaky fashion. So there's something not quite human about it. And then in my favourite scene in the whole trailer, the Adelaide doppelganger actually says, be careful, with this weird, like freaky look on her face. Did they speak? Yes, they did. I'd... Well, just that one line oh, anyway. I'd no, I thought they were like not able to communicate at all. So I think they're definitely going to have some sort of strange manner of speaking. Maybe they don't speak in full sentences. Maybe they just speak in like weird non sequiturs, but yeah, I definitely think they'll speak because like I said, it's my favourite moment in the trailer. It definitely stood out to me. Maybe they'll copy what they hear. Yeah, maybe. Like parrots. They'll parrot yeah. everything that the... Someone says, be careful. Wilson say. And then they copy what they say. It could be really creepy. Now, I also had a theory that the doppelgangers will only attack their copies, but <laughs> ever since you pointed it out, you never see one of the Wilsons fighting their own doppelgangers. I don't think that's going to be the case then because, you know, it makes total sense that they'd have the same thoughts and feelings as the Wilsons. So they'd be able to predict where they are so maybe they'll help Cop- each other but yeah copycat I initially thought that the, the doppelgangers would only fight themselves so once the Wilsons subdue the doppelgangers maybe they lock them in a room or a pantry or something but anyway they've got them out of the way for the time being I think Gabe has a plan to escape on Mr. Tyler's boat it's moored outside I presume that their two beach houses are right next to each other so we saw Gabe earlier in the trailer tooling around in Mr. Tyler's boat so I think he says you guys wait here I'll go get the boat started and once it's clear, we'll jump in the boat and take off. But once he goes down into the boat, he's confronted by his doppelganger. He scrambles for a weapon to shoot at it with. The only thing he comes across is a flare gun. So he fires off the flare
flare gun and they go to attack each other, but the camera cuts away before we see anything. In the trailer, you see like, yeah. somebody, we can't tell who it is, having a stabbing motion against another one, but... So you think this is a potential setup for something later Yes, on absolutely. Line? We don't see who the winner of the fight is. When Gabe doesn't return, the rest of the Wilsons decide to escape in the family car. I think Adelaide will be incapacitated in some way. Maybe she's comforting Jason. But either way, the youngest daughter, Zora, has to take over driving the car. But as they're driving away, they're attacked again by their doppelgangers. One of them climbs on the roof and tries to smash through the sunroof with a with a pair of scissors, causing them to crash the car or at least scare them enough that they jump out and try and escape on foot. They've ended up on the beach. Classic. Yes. And they try and escape into, let's say, the Hall of Mirrors. This is where we have the big twist of the movie, the reveal of who the bad guys are. I think it's actually going to be the Tylers the whole time. Mr. and Mrs. Tylers are the villains. The Tylers. And they're actually mad scientists who have been cloning okay. the Wilsons. That's really cool. Now, I don't know why exactly they'd be cloning the, the Wilsons. Um, I actually think they'd be cloning the entire townsfolk. So maybe it's a like a Stepford Wives thing where they've been trying to make like the perfect community but the whole process hasn't worked out maybe rather than clones see i thought i was going to be clever with the clone theory but you actually <laughs> came into it as well uh, i tried to throw you off with the whole sheep thing i think maybe because of the rabbits they're they're more of a breeding symbol i think maybe that instead of clones they might be like genetic creations so okay. the tylers have used stem cells or some sort of yeah, stitching that... together of parts I to create think, the clones yeah. rather than you know like a perfect cloning process yeah, I agree. I think that it'll be based on the science of creating a rabbit, almost. Yeah, like they're almost bred into existence, mm. which would be a freaky <laughs> area to explore. But anyway, the secret lab is underneath the Hall of Mirrors, just for that added symbolism. <laughs> That's where we see that full mental hospital style housing for all these clones or genetic experiments or whatever they may be. So once the Tylers have revealed themselves to be evil, I think the Wilsons will start to fight them to escape. Maybe the Tylers scoop them up on the beach pretending, we'll save you, come this way, and lead them into the laboratory. But anyway, when they're fighting the Tylers, that's when they'll accidentally release all the clones. The clones will escape their shackles and start going on a rampage. They're all crazy. They'll go out and start killing all the townsfolk. It's a huge massacre, sort of like at the end of your plot do you think they'd kill the tylers i don't think so it'd be cool if they did like turning on the master kind of thing i suggested before that the tylers also have doppelgangers as well so that doesn't really help my theory that they're the masterminds if they've also got doppelgangers maybe yourself is the perfect genetic candidate because you know how you work i don't yeah. know now also you mentioned before that jason's doppelganger doesn't attack him i think there's a reason behind that i think because of his learning disability his autism or whatever it may be that throws the doppelgangers off his doppelganger can't quite work out what he's thinking because he thinks on a different level so that's why he sort of gets along with his doppelganger or at least his doppelganger is confused and doesn't know quite how to act at least mm. it doesn't want to kill him so maybe he's able to put off all the other doppelgangers <laughs> he's like the crystal skull and in indiana jones and the crystal skull <laughs> they just hold him out in front and he diverts all the doppelgangers no i know that's a stretch i'm just a complete stab in the dark there returning to the main plot here i think gabe will return at this point but he's actually a doppelganger he's actually a doppelganger has taken his clothes and assumed the role of gabe maybe they develop enough while hanging around the family to be able to pass off more convincingly. So you think they like learn, they start to like Possibly. learn and copy what they do. Well, if, if they act weird and freaky and walk around all twisty all the time, then there's no way that they could trick the family <laughs> straight away. But yeah, I think something's going to happen. Maybe he's just quiet and doesn't say anything at first, but then he quickly reveals with a weird facial expression that he's one of the doppelgangers. Or he looks injured maybe because he was in a fight. Yeah, maybe. And they just do a whole Hannibal Lecter thing with him. Once it's revealed that he's the doppelganger, I think Adam 
Adelaide will kill him tearfully. I think the surviving Wilsons will eventually overpower the Tylers, or at least the, the Tylers and their doppelgangers, and escape, but they're still pursued by their own doppelgangers at this point, and camera will cut away during the big final battle as they're cornered by the doppelgangers. We cut back to them, driving home, returning to their neighbourhood, mm-hmm. but of course the big plot twist is going to be that they're, in fact, they're doppels, and they're broken into society. I think that's going to be the twist. Really? Hmm. It's very Twilight Zone. I give you that, but it means it would beg a sequel. Yes. I don't know if Jordan Peele would make a movie that doesn't have a conclusive end, but maybe that's the thing he's going for, so maybe you're right. Now, I was a bit thrown off there because while I don't agree with all Matty D's points, I suddenly feel like Matty D's way more confident in his <laughs> plot and there's certain plot points there I th- than I am with my plot. I thought you had some good points. I really love the the Tyler's being the bad guys thing. I think that's quite possibly the twist there. And it's quite- no decent reason as to why they're crazy scientists though, but yeah, you never know. The Maybe be- they're racists. I don't think they'll play into that, but like the, the best friend, the familiar face, being the bad guy is a nice little twist on its head. Maybe everybody in this town is suspect. Maybe like you said, they're all doppelgangers so the, even the authorities are doppelgangers so like maybe they work with that company from the end of Get Out maybe maybe instead of hunting down people and going through that whole process of having yeah. to date their victims that it explain why they're brainless yeah they're creating the perfect hosts on people that already exist they must have some brain to function but yeah maybe but well the brains don't have to be perfect because they swap them out with the, yeah. the people who want to be the hosts that's the real question like what are the clones for in my theory it's just some guy trying to create life but maybe the thing is in listening to what you were saying maybe it's like a a body farm like maybe yeah absolutely that's what i'm suggesting but maybe they're using it for like the island oh i see selling which itself was a ripoff of parts a clonus horror yeah like they're selling body parts or they're like you know getting stem cells stem cells like treating cancer like maybe people who can't conceive children they're cloning people for that but if they wanted to tie it back in to get out like some people are theorizing that would be the perfect place to do it maybe they tie these two movies and then make a combined third movie but I, th- I really think this movie will be standalone don't think he'll do I don't that. think they'd set it up for a sequel I think it'd be a cute way to tie it back to the previous movie and everyone goes oh yeah maybe it all makes sense it certainly would make the whole cloning aspect more believable because the brain swapping aspect of Get Out was definitely I think a stretch the, yeah the biggest yeah, stretch yeah that was that kind movie. of confusing and that's what I thought too maybe this is like an offshoot of that company they're making people rather than stealing people because that would be the next logical step I don't know I think I think yeah. he wants to go in a different direction maybe they'll like I think between the two of us we may have worked it out maybe individually we might not be close but between the two of us we're probably closer than you think and then it goes in a completely different direction oh I hope so I think it would be a failure if we'd worked it all out in advance as we keep saying well look I walked into this really uncertain and like had no idea I was like pulling my hair out like what I really drew from more so was rabbits equal cloning I actually did study on cloning rabbits for about two minutes got confused why would you want to clone rabbits though they're the last animal that you need more of (laughs) Yeah, they do it anyway. Um, <laughs> do it themselves. And then, and then the Twilight Zone episode as well, like, is what I used. I was like, I just based it on these two things because the trailer really doesn't give a lot away. No. It should be interesting. Certainly Get Out was different tonally and I think mm. this will have the same tone. But I had no idea, but I guess, like, listening to it now, it's like, got something. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's accurate, I'd love it. I hope it is Halloween. I hope that's the aspect that you focus on. <laughs> yeah, I hope it is Halloween. Jason's just angry. But then they'd have to release it around Halloween to tie into the season. And, and we definitely know it's not coming out around then there's no clones it's just a portal where like evil people come out or it's like bill and ted's bogus adventure where they have like evil robots possibly i've got to say it was refreshing
refreshing not to talk about a comic book movie for at least a week. Yeah, it was. But just to go back to formula, next yeah. week we're going to be talking about another comic book adaptation. That's um, one I'm looking forward to. Yes, we're actually going to be talking about Hellboy. Yes. Uh, I don't know, is it a sequel? Is it a remake? <sighs> it's, it hasn't got the same guy. They need to think of a new name that's not reboot, sequel, or alternative universe uh, spin-off and just like yeah. create that because it seems to blur the line sometimes. I do think it's supposed to be a remake, but I have no idea why they're going back to that well. Maybe it's one of those things where you have to make a Hellboy movie every five years, otherwise they lose the copyright. It probably one of those is. circumstances. So yeah, back to formula, back to comic book movie exploration next week with Hellboy. It's a little bit of a different comic book than we had. It's not It's not your standard superhero fan. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not part of a universe either, which is refreshing. Yes. But if you have a movie that you'd like to suggest to us to potentially spoil, yep. please feel free to let us know. We have an email address. It's potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. You just search for Potential Spoilers. It should come up. Yeah, absolutely. And let us know if you think we're right, if you think we're wrong, if there's a detail you think we've yeah. missed. If you've got your own plot worked out that you want to share, yeah. please send it to send us. It. We'll, we'll steal from you. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it and say it's our idea. Yeah. <laughs> we'll re-edit um, the show to <laughs> incorporate it. But yeah, we'll even... No, we won't do that. We might even like talk about it. Uh, we will give yeah. you full credit. Absolutely. Since we're a new show as well, it, it would be good if uh, we could get some five-star reviews on iTunes. Yeah, so give if us you like what you heard... Give us those five stars. Yeah, give us a review, a positive review on iTunes. It'll really help out the show. Even if you think we sucked, give us five stars. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't like it, but I'm a good enough guy to give five stars. It, it'll be your charity for the week. Absolutely. So join us next week for Hellboy. Yep. And thanks for joining me this week, Matty D. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Karen. And we'll see you all next week. See you then. It's not about drugs, it's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Get in rhythm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's free real estate.